Hello, kapla, and welcome everyone to our fan cast. We're a Star Wars boy, a Star Trek girl, and a sci-fi wingnut talk about the new Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds. We are super excited to geek out, talk about the new show, so let's bring in the intro music and get going. Welcome to another edition of Strange Worlds Fan Podcast. She's Shannon is making. By the way, guys, we're we're without Jake today. It's just us. Woo-hoo. Uh, Jake, is, would you stop snapping? No, because I'm fascinated by now. It's, you're making me laugh, and it's your fault. So I learned something uh, new today. We are we are without Jake today. Uh, he has he's traveling for work and everything. So we were going to do this podcast, and we could do it earlier uh, in the day. Shannon Poor is Jakey. now making fun of me. Because I worked in television for a long time, and before she <laughs> stop snapping, she just keeps snapping. Well, at the beginning of every time we we start a podcast, you, I always see you. I've always seen you do it. I just never asked you why. What the hell are you doing? Right? You snap your fingers in front of the microphone, and then you start talking. And now I'm now I can't stop laughing. <laughs> It's it's going from uh, I worked in television for a while uh, for a long time actually uh, television and video both uh, production and and satellite stuff and so now we one of those clappers you can just clap it <laughs> now that's what we need no I'm not that's very douchey I'm not doing that that's douchey like, yeah douchey it's a clapper I know what a clapper it's less is douchey when you do it with your fingers no I. <sighs> I'm not going out of my... I'm doing it so oh, I have an audio bad. reference. There's lots of things less douchey with the fingers. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it because it's it's easy uh, when you look at the sound wave to see the snap in front of the microphone because you got silence on either side of it and this huge spike. So you can I go, ah, we're starting there. I, I just want to clap right now. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we should just do like an alligator clap. Did, that's what we should do. Okay. Did you know that that's what I was doing it for? No, that all the clapper was We've for? been doing podcasts for years, and I'm like, <laughs> what the heck is he doing? But I just let you go with it because you're weird sometimes, anyway. So I'm like, okay. You're Thanks, just sn- babe. Yeah, yeah, I love you too. You're just snapping your fingers. I'm like, and so I just happen to ask, what the heck are you doing? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Come on, say it. What the hell? <laughs> You guys, if you guys ever seen that TikTok kid, like she's she's obviously copying what her mother says. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Stop saying that. What the hell? That's just, I love that one. I love it. <laughs> she just keeps saying it. We say that in our household all the time. All the time. Just like that. What the hell? Including the kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually true. Our eldest does do that. But she's related to us. She's going to cuss. Uh, so... This one is uh, a bit of an interesting episode. One, we don't have Jake here with us. Uh, we are covering Lift Us Up Where Something Cannot Reach, Where Danger Cannot Reach, Where Harm Cannot Reach, it's something. I'll look it up here in a second. But uh, it's episode six of the first season. And, and we're in a disagreement. We are in a disagreement about this episode. Because I'm like a... <laughs> on this episode... Yeah, we, we finished the episode, and Shannon's like, I give it a two. Explain why. It started off really good with battles. I like the space battles. And then it went, 
the rest of the time. I'm like, where's the action? Where's Leon chasing somebody? There's no bingo this time. You got to have bingo. Look, last episode, bingo. I need one. You need to get on that. Well, uh, I... I, mm. I need the bingo. <laughs> Carolyn needs the bingo, too. You can at least make me, make me a bingo shirt. You have Redbubble account. I need it. You don't need Star Trek bingo. What do I have to do in order to get you to make it? Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to start bingo. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Well, I I don't necessarily think that everyone needs Star Trek bingo. However, no, it's just me. <laughs> me. Oh no, Car- me. Carolyn says she needs it too. Carolyn says she need. We need Star Trek bingo. It needs to be a thing. So you know, get on that. I don't think we... Mm. Is this going to have to come out of the account? <laughs> I'm willing to pay. <laughs> I'm willing to pay. Uh, we have something called the booty account, uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with our work. and um, Unfamiliar with us? Yeah. They're like, we, oh God, did they we, just really say that yes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to pay for it. I want the Star Trek bingo. <laughs> Put it on the account, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Nice. Uh, lift us where suffering cannot reach. And this is episode six. We we disagree about this. I don't think uh, I'm I'm gonna go with you, and it is not as strong as episode five. Absolutely not. Star Trek Bingo and and Laon and Una playing. Then again, it's really hard that to was, top that episode because that we both love. I think that's one of the best ones they've had so far. So it you get to this one. one, you're like the very first right out of the gate. We're like, okay, I don't trust her. She did it. That's yeah. how we. That's how we. That's how we distinguish between characters we're watching shows. Yeah, if they're helpful, they did it. If they're helpful, you did it. And yeah. I don't like her from the very beginning. And the guy who's a complete jerk winds up being an okay dude. Uh, that's always the way. To, like, watch any Law and Order. That's where we first got this. Was Law and Order or Hunter? We watched it. I think we got it from Hunter. I don't know. I remember you doing it when we first got married with with Law and Order. Or when we were watching TV back in the apartments and stuff like that. It was always Law and Order. And it was like, he's helpful. He did it. I'm like, how do you know this? Because he's helpful early. <laughs> it's also because it's my police background. Yeah. They're helpful. They did it. She like couldn't look. overly helpful. She couldn't look him in the eyes. And I'm like, wait, they destroyed the wrong ship. And that was, <laughs> I was accurate. She was accurate. She was accurate. That was, that was 100% accurate. They, they destroyed the wrong ship. And uh, it was not something. I would consider it was very formulaic and you knew because it's a Star Trek episode you knew Look, you knew from the beginning that Pike was going to get a booty call and he was going to be conflicted well yeah not constricted but he was going to be conflicted <laughs> no he was not constricted not at all <laughs> he seemed to work that stuff even out his hair quick. was sticking up at the end so he's good yeah um, and the the Majalis philosophy was they have this this first servant and the first servant was supposed to save their civilization and ultimate sacrifice and all that kind of stuff and by the by the wording you know um that they were going to harm the kid this is going to go bad for right. him like this is going to go bad for him right and they've got people trying to capture the kid and you're like mm, this kid is not going to do well and at the end of the episode, you're right. You know, it's it's the kids get sacrificed. The the part that that got me was when they're bringing the old servant, uh, who's just like a charred husk. 
<laughs> the kid's like, oh, God. And but yet he still climbs in the seat. What the hell? Well, I, he didn't have a choice. They were going to put him in that seat no matter what happened. I mean, it, like, even if I have, that's why the guards were there, in my personal opinion. Like, they oh, were, yeah. they were going to, like, it's, even if he didn't say, oh, joyfully and, and without remorse or whatever it is, they were going to go, well, too bad you're here. Well, and you know, it, it's also easier to figure out what this is going to happen because there's other shows that you watch in sci-fi that's very similar. I mean... Oh, very much. Stargate. They used the children on the planet. What children on the planet? The very, like the Stargate movie and they ch- used the children on the planet to become the next, you know, little snakes in your head. Children on the Come planet. Come on. Are you that... Stargate ain't that old. Remember how they had the aliens and the symbionts inside the head and they became the... You know, like raw. And they use children for that? Down on the first planet, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Man, it's been a while since I've seen that, but Stargate, yeah. Stargate, that's a shutout. I still love it. <laughs> it. Even on Firefly, there was episodes like that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean you can kind of figure it out once you watch sci-fi as much as we do. You, you knew this kid was going to have a problem or die. And the, the fact... Um, you know, because it's a moral quandary, right? Like, is the suffering of one child better than the suffering of many, right? It's it's the old, uh, this is very Star Trek. Also, the moment that his father beamed him back onto the ship and acted like he blew up. Yeah, you know, he was trying to save the boy. Yeah. Clearly, they should not have let him go down. Well, they what they should have done, is, well, it, honestly, they had no jurisdiction. True. Right. They had no jur- Starfleet had no jurisdiction, and by the time they found out what was going on, it was too late. But there's no prime directive yet. <laughs> oh yes, there is. Oh well, no, it's yes, there it's, is. No, They're calling it the prime directive now. Even it'll never stick. They did it in the first episode. Yes, but they haven't really defined the rules. So oh I think yes, they at have. the moment it's kind of like pirates, where it's more of the guidelines at the moment. But the pi- the prime directive. Leon broke the rules. Leon broke the rules all the time. But the prime That's directive. That's what security does, though. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how we get our stuff. Uh, the the prime directive only applies, at least as my understanding, with planets that are unsophisticated and don't have warp travel. These people obviously do. So the prime directive isn't the problem. The problem is one of jurisdiction. This is not a Federation planet. They no, have no security here. And and if the the Federation were to, um, even though it's bar, we find it barbaric and and horrible. Uh, in abhorrent, this isn't something that they have any control over over the sovereignty of another world. I get it. I policy. get it. So doesn't mean that somebody shouldn't have put a slap to, uh, badge on them and beaten them up. What they should have done, had they known, had they known, what they should have done is oh, we can't find the kid. <laughs> and drove him off, or driven off with him. I like the look on Spock's face when Una's like, Do you, are you telling me that we put our captain down there and you have no way to communicate? The look on Spock's face when he realized that, oh my God, we've lost the captain. Shannon was like, I give this a two because it wasn't the last episode. Because it had very small action. I'm an action kind of gal. Well, Star Trek is largely cerebral, babe. I mean, you can't... I know it, but they also have awesome battles and... This, you know, this was the first. I, I feel like this is the first episode where it wasn't character based. That's a good thing. Now we're getting into the meat of it. I know we're getting into the meat of it. I just think it's boring. This episode. I'm allowed to say it. it's boring. It was a boring episode to me. To me, not to you. 
to me. It was a boring episode. I didn't have bingo. I didn't have space battles. I didn't you have... You did have space battles. I had a space battle You had a space battle. You had Pike getting with his shirt off and his rippling chest and yeah, stuff nice. and his giant arms. His big hair. Did you see him put his hand on... on homegirl's shoulder and it like swallowed her shoulder i'm like either she's really tiny or he has giant hands or both both probably i mean because because he just swallowed her entire clavicle in her shoulder i'm shushy (laughs) (laughs) um edit (laughs) (laughs) you just lost your old train of thought thinking of what she swallowed I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm just saying she could have been, would have been, you know. You're just saying, okay. I'm just saying. I had to stop myself right there. <laughs> now it would be the part where Jake would be like, "I'm just gonna let you let you two go. I'm just gonna sit back and listen. <laughs> this is us normal. This is us. Yeah, well, this is normal. This is actually cleaned up normal. Well, but it's only ten o'clock in the morning too, so. <laughs> I I appreciated that. It was not a character episode. We did get standard action and stuff like this. Was an alien of the week. This is the stu- the type of stuff. And I'll say this for Jake: this was an alien of the week type thing, right? right? Where they were telling a story and wanted you to to witness. And, and like when Pike asked, "Will the child suffer?" and she's like, "Oh yeah, he will did suffer." Did you not see the last one pulling pulled out? Yeah, no, he's going to suffer until he dies. It's going to be terrible, and you can't remove him even if you wanted to because that'll kill him too. So we don't know why our society of floating cities and all that kind of stuff or over lava fields and all that stuff are built yeah, she was pretty to much, kill a child. She was being little at the beginning of the episode when she's like, we were literally fall out of the sky. She's being serious about how her planet's this horrible desert planet. Yeah, with but lava you don't realize what they're talking about. They're using this child's brain, brain basically, in order to keep the city afloat and beautiful and pretty and all these nice fancy things. But it's like a mirage, right? Yeah. It, well, it's at a great. Co- it's at the death of a child. It's basically yeah. their society is is farmed uh, or uh, farms the death of a child every couple of years, and this is normal to them that is the great sacrifice you know sacrifice service and whatever and they have all these great advances and all this utopia at the cost of a child's brain at the cost of one child and there's glad they didn't play this episode last week Oof. Well, it's got to be rough that they're they're playing it on this particular week anyway but still and she and she makes the point right the counterpoint to it was tell me that there's no suffering Tell me that that your society has no suffering. And well, every society has better. suffering, but not on purpose, like you people. Well, and that's that was my point. Like, yes, we do, but not on purpose. Like, we don't throw them into the brain death machine where they were suffer until they die and turn into a zombified corpse with their eyes bugging out of their head. Um, on purpose. Like, we ain't perfect, but we don't do this to right. a kid. Right on purpose. On purpose. And to me, it it was, and, and, you know, Pike reacts like I think anybody else would. Like, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. You suck. (laughs) All those crocodile tears that she had at the end. He ain't never coming back, buddy. I don't think they're crocodile tears. I think she she genuinely believes in what she's doing. She's she's And for a brief moment, she almost enticed him to say, you know what? We can fix you later on. Right. But you'd have to stay and ex- and and really and watch what she's millions of other kids. You know, you know, 
Well, well, not millions of other kids. One, one kid at a time. But you would have to accept that the technology that heals you is entirely done upon a child's life. I really liked there at the end that the the child's father, the biological father, right? He was no longer swallowing the Kool-Aid. And he was willing to help the doctor. I don't think he was swallowing the Kool-Aid in the first place. In fact, the moment they beamed on the ship, he had a plan. That's true. He was pretty hostile towards her anyways. He was pretty hostile towards her. He was hostile towards everybody because that's the role he had to play to get You know get what? Now out. that I think about it, when they beamed up onto the ship and the kids hurt, that woman didn't even look at him. She's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm more interested. <laughs> hey, look, I found Pike. Yeah, look, I found Pike, and the first things uh, the first uh, servant's still still alive. I'm probably going to get lucky. He's going to save me again. All of this is going well. Like, as long as that kid's and, alive, and the father's like, we need sick bay. Yeah, as long as that kid's Schmuck. alive, she can plug him into the machine, and she knows that that's what's going to happen. So she's fine with it. Um, that's the same reason she did. Like, please don't go over to that ship. I'm going to have to go with you. I'm like, okay. that and Even if I wasn't sure then she was the bag, I knew it then. She can't <laughs> even look at you. She doesn't want you to inspect it by without her. Yeah, she cannot she's look you in she the eyes. It. Yeah, she cannot look you in the eyes when she says, oh, yeah, everything's great. <laughs> but I, I did, you know, I, I was kind of flipping about it uh, the, the first couple of episodes, but having Uhura go to every department, and learn stuff. They're kind of working her into a lot of the episodes where she learns how to how to do things and and well, you got to eat cross training. Yeah, I mean it's it's basically cross training, and that's why. Uh, and they're showing you, which they don't really do in Star Trek very often. They're showing you how in the Trek universe people just step into an assumed role because you have to be cross-trained. Right. The moment someone drops, you got to step up. Right. And that's kind of a naval tradition too. I mean, you got to be, you you know, you learn your job and then you learn everybody else's job. And then when you learn everybody else's job and you're proficient and really proficient at one, you get bumped up to where you want to go, right? Uh, Oh, I want to go into this. I want to go into that. I want to do all these things so that you know what you're doing. Uh, this and is she why she got stuck on security detail. <laughs> I would be pretty crappy at security. I think I don't have the mindset for I'd it. I'd be pretty good. I'd pass. Well, we know you'd pass. I'd pass. You've been in law enforcement most up until a year ago. Your entire career. Basically. I wouldn't get along with her at all. But I'd pass. Yeah, typically chicks. I can't. In you know what? I don't like working with chicks. <laughs> we're too. We're too. Catty. That's a good word, I guess. That's a clean word, yes. yes. I, was, <laughs> I know the word you were going to pick. Yes. You, I, you know what? It. I've worked with guys most of my career. Even now, even when I did armored, even when even law enforcement. But working in the jails was the first time I had been around more. Like a lot of chicks. Because it, it was like, like half Four women. other girls on my shift alone. And it was horrible. It was like walking into junior high every day. Yeah, you did not have a good time. I did not enjoy it at all. It's pretty sad when I get along better with the inmates than I do my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> I come in every day. Okay, you're being assigned to the, to this session. Okay, awesome, cool. Is that away from you? All right, good. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Well, so but we are we're we're catty, and and, and I could see Liana's. Le- Leon was Leon being- is very catty, but she's being very. This is she's being very direct. Sometimes you get a hold of those very direct security people who have, like, no laughter in their life. 
Yeah, that's Laon for sure. For now. I mean, she got it. She had it with, with Chin, but still. Yeah, but Una was a special thing. Una. Like, I think Una and her are very You are fun. Similar. Oh, my God. It was a great episode. They are idiots. You are so much fun. See? that? That's my episode right there. Anyways, <laughs> you have moments like Uhura's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm just, what is number seven? I can't tell you. Um, and did you see her cringe when, 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 when she told her what, I normally make you do this. Oh. <laughs> She's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's assigned to the security details. Sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes you get those people that are so dedicated to the job that they have like their butt clenched the entire time. I ain't one of those people. <laughs> I can't do the one of those people. You learn it. Learn with me. Let's have fun. Like with Clay. Oh, my God. We laughed so hard. I spit Dr. Pepper through my nose. But we got the job done. Yeah. Well, you work better with guys anyway. Yeah, like, I do. Guys are, are normally a lot more relaxed, and, and as long as you're, and, and you've, you were always more like this, which is, I think, I've always why, been one of the guys. Yeah, you've always been one of the guys, and super easy for guys to talk to, quite honestly. I'm a, a way, like, more one of the guys. Yeah, you're way more, like, you read as <laughs> one of the dudes. I even think like one of the guys. <laughs> yeah, you, you think like one of the guys, you act like one of the guys, and they treat you like one of the or guys. Or I'll be doing something with one of the girls, you're like, oh, you really are the dude. I'm like, I really am the daddy, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you really are the daddy, yes. Tell uh, me my quote, babe. Uh, that's uh, Winona Earp, uh, Cat Burrell, and Winona. That would be Winona Earp. Said Winona it to saying it Cat. To, no, saying it to the Cole. Yeah, whatever. It's Cat played who? Nicole. So, yes, I was correct. Yeah. I was correct. Yeah. Challenge me. Was, you really want to get into sci-fi trivia with me. Oh, no. I would never win that. <laughs> no, okay. To be fair, no one can win trivia with you, no matter what the topic. <laughs> you have a photographic <laughs> vine, and it sucks. It's not true. I forget. Hey, stuff. babe, do you remember this? No. Well, how come we don't know it? Because we learned it in fourth grade science. I'm like, I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, and you <laughs> want to tell me fourth grade science? Yeah, you throw that to me all the time. No, no one can win any trivia with you, no matter what That's the topic. That's not true. I've been beaten in trivia before. How long ago was that? Uh, a couple of years ago. I See? played I, I played See? against a, uh, a group with a machine, so they had a computer. I, I didn't. I still came within two points out of 100. Shut up. <laughs> they were getting pretty obscure, and it wasn't just sci-fi trivia. But if you, you want to go toe-to-toe sci-fi trivia I never want to go toe-to-toe with, toe with you on sci-fi. No, never, ever. <laughs> We should have that as a challenge. I'm challenging people now to come into our Twitter and challenge Sean to a sci-fi Twitter. Oh, God. There's no... Sci-fi challenge. Why would you want to get argumentative? Besides, that wouldn't even be fair because uh, all they'd say if I got it right is you looked that up. That's true. Never mind. Scratch that. You you couldn't do that. We could do it if we ever do a live event. If we ever do a live event, all of y'all against me. It'll be like Sheldon versus the rest <laughs> of the crowd. <laughs> Seated ass. And between, like, how many ever of you, uh, let's see how close all I come. All of us. Yeah, all of you, let's see how close I come. Because I bet you. I hate it when you do trivia. <laughs> see, whenever we do tr- trivia, Shannon just goes, Sean's on my team. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't give me a chance to answer. And I'm just, like, sitting back in my I'm still in the middle of thinking about you, like, spitting in. And you look at me like. Didn't you know that? Like, you're slagging me high. Didn't you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, people, I've been banned in my own household, uh, both mine and my parents from playing Trivial Pursuit. My father threw it away. 
he got so annoyed with me. I was about that 19 years old. should tell you something. I was about 19 years old, and we kept playing it and kept playing it and kept playing it. I never lost. I never answered a question wrong. Yes, and yes. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> what do you mean you moving stupid. on? I'm good at something, and now we have to move on. You're yes. like, I don't like you being good yes, at things. Yes, we're going to move on. <laughs> Where's Jake we need him? Come on, Jake. <laughs> Jake would totally be on your side. He would. Hey, look. Man, Jake. You, you and Jake are together on many he, things. I gave him so much props and credit last, last week because he mentioned Warehouse 13. I'm like, that's my boy. I know. I know. He's well. He like he's a sci-fi nut. He's, I know. he's the same as us. He's a, No, no. He's the same as me, not you. Why am I different? Because we're sci-fi fans. I'm a sci-fi fan. You like to throw it in our face when we don't know trivia. I do not throw it in your face when you don't know trivia. I'm just surprised you're that lacking in <laughs> in spirit. That's all. Back to the episode. <laughs> Schmuck. Schmuck. <laughs> you're so funny. Those phasers are stunned. <laughs> this isn't set on stun. Uh, yeah, he was going to vaporize it, dude, for the... Oh, those staffs are awesome. Those are better than Tilks. Yeah, I said that uh, during the episode. I'm like, those are better than Tilks. I'm like, man. I want one of those. Why weren't they... Like, all of them were having, like, these staff and spear fights and everything. Why aren't you shooting at each Why other? Why aren't you just vaporizing the dude? <laughs> like, Why? he vaporized him. You're, like, running with the pointy objects. Why don't you just stop and turn around and shoot, and then you'll have less people chasing after you. See? Smart. Yeah. Maybe it only has one charge or something. Or maybe that was a special... I don't know. Maybe his had a special function. <laughs> that would suck if only had one charge. <laughs> one it's charge like a, and die. It's like a uh, flintlock or something. <laughs> and then you only have one disintegration charge. That's all and you, now you have to. Now you are forced to use the spears. Yeah, that I, would suck. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't, uh, why he didn't like vaporize everyone chasing, or why they didn't vaporize him. Like, okay, he's obviously a threat. They want to kill him, and she. Because they needed you to see the floating sky. They needed you to see the floating grass and see down below. That's a really long fall if you fall off that. Yeah. Imagine playing soccer on that one. <laughs> I don't think they do a lot of soccer on that one. Well, uh, no, the kids are being prepped to be brained. Well, only one. At a time. Yeah, one at a time. Like, all the planet isn't... And she said the next one's going to be a girl, so they go. I'm sure they go back and forth, but no, thank you. That was weird. She was like, oh, and she will be like, they've already picked her out. Oh, yeah. This sounds like they pick her at birth. That's horrifying. Yeah. How'd you like to win that lottery? You know, like, you're going to be the most celebrated person on the planet. And then we're going to cook your brain for a number of years where you will be in horrible pain and unable to stop until you yeah, die. See, again, not a fan of this particular episode because it had children. Yes, you feel about the same way on children that I feel about hurting dogs in um, in anything. Yeah. Like John Wick. Uh, see, and that's my point. Like, the appropriate reaction to killing someone's dog and killing the puppy is murdering 83 mafia people. I mean, that's about, <laughs> it's about even as yeah, far as I'm concerned. You kill my dog, so I'm going to kill, like, all, a lot of you. <laughs> like, a lot of you. All, like, all of you. Like, uh, just, and just then you keep doing that, right? Uh, that's about the appropriate response for for me. Uh, this in this thing, you know, the disgust on Chris's face when he's like Spock. Now, just get me on it. I I want to go home. Una. Yeah. He called Una. I thought it was. I didn't. I think he I called thought he number said, one. Hmm. <gasps> Trivia. Maybe. Trivia. He called number one. Okay. 
Um, Don't say okay to me. You know, the I moment said okay. we're done, you're gonna go back and watch the part. I know it. Okay, you know it. I said okay. I got it. I got it wrong. How's that? Is he better? Say again. I got it wrong. Louder. No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I'm two percent. Shush. Unsure. Just, just, just you know, less conceding. Okay. <laughs> less conceding. Yes. <laughs> I see. Okay. The word you're looking for is conceited, by the way. The word I'm looking for is <laughs> smuck. <laughs> but I, like, I like poking you. It's so fun. It's just like boop, boop. Just get a rise out of you. And I'm lucky Wanna enough. Want to lose some leg hair? As Starpie has, has suggested, we are about four foot apart, which means your little feet can't rip my leg hair out. You can move closer. Yeah, not without bumping your mic. I'm not the one who has to edit. You know, this is what happens when Jake or somebody <laughs> isn't here. I don't have to edit. I don't mind if I bump my mic. Yeah, I know you don't. But, uh, so we had Space Battles. We had, oh, and Benga. Yes, his storyline was pretty cool. I think it's the best one because he might actually have hope to save his little girl. Well, it would have been too easy if they could have just beamed her down to the planet and they fix her and then beam it out. Oh, yeah, that's too easy. I mean, that's way too easy. They can't unless they join that, unless they join with the Federation. Yeah, and that's, oh, and join that planet and accept and that, that you're cooking a kid's brain. that would never happen. Yeah, that's not gonna happen, which is why we probably don't know the Majalis in the other episodes as, or, you know, the other series as well because I'm guessing the Federation did not. They're like, uh, no. No, that's hard probably. Hard pass, hard yeah, pass. Yeah, yeah, it's super hard pass. We're, we're good. We don't need to cook children's brains. Uh, that's, we're good, but uh, he got he he's at least on this the path to his child's. Uh, yeah, he's gonna help him. And I really like the little boy. Found her in the buffering system and, and took her out and was playing with her. That made the like cool. noble gas hopscotch and stuff. Yeah. and uh, I mean it was it was cool. And he gave Spock a run for his money. As Spock's like intriguing. Yeah, that was the first time I've ever seen Spock in, in this episode. They gave him complete and total caught him flat-footed like uh oh you know when he when like and it just happened to happen when the captain is we need him most like right now and the look you're right the look on spock's face was uh i've lost the captain (laughs) i just lost the captain (laughs) i probably should not have done that yeah uh, that was cool, and the fact that he was interested in the kid when the kid was like super into science, and Spock was like, "Hmm, you know, this is obviously a virtuoso. He's he's well versed in everything. Um, this this was a brilliant child, and they're gonna microwave him, you know, for all intents and purposes, and put him in the baked potato chair. So, uh, it was. I will admit, it wasn't." My favorite. I will admit it wasn't the best. Shannon keeps putting the two. Two out of how many? Two out of five stars? Two out of ten? Two out of what? Hmm. Well, if I give it two out of ten, that's really low. So we'll just give it two out of five. Five being the highest, right? Five stars? Okay. I give it a two. Hmm. I would give this, uh, I don't know, about a three and a half. I think. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but coming off of the last episode. True. It's very hard, and I realize that, that I'm probably basing it off of my my love of the last episode, but still, <clears throat> it just didn't do it for me. 
That's okay. It's in, I just didn't. So would you say this is the, the worst one of the series so far? So far, yes. Wow. All right. Uh, and we also got to see Kirk again for like this, I mean, this long. But this mini. And he had a blue shirt on. I'm <laughs> surprised. All I'm like, look, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> like he's been roaming around the ship, just kind of haplessly wandering around and touching things that he's not supposed to. Um, I... I appreciate that he's there. I don't know why he is. Like, why did you bring him here? Somebody asked me, how's he related to Kirk? I'm like, well. We don't know. I don't know, but he's got maybe an uncle. I I don't know. I mean, if you're following the timelines of the movies, right? It's it's Pike who brings in, who talks Kirk in to come in to the Federation. Well... If you follow that timeline, right? The, but the, if you follow that timeline, then Pike and Kirk's father would be at the same timeline. What are you saying the same timeline? Well, like in the movie, like in Star Trek, like in the first Star Trek movie with Chris Pine. Okay, but that was an entirely alternate universe one. As I said, different. So why would you follow that one? Because I like that one most. Ugh, God. It's not even... Look, they did that one so that they didn't have to follow the rules. The this one, they are following the accepted timeline, As which I means said, if they don't, whatever. Well, it's, it's okay. Not. So who's Kirk? I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how this this one is related. It cannot be a coincidence. It's going to be one of those things they answered the very last episode. You'd imagine. I mean, I I guess it might be his father. I I tend to think not because it's I, I i'm going with an uncle maybe because i would think that that kirk's father would have more swagger and this guy just you know quit touching things yeah like like this is the most inept officer we've seen like this guy is this is like a barkley so far <laughs> yeah i give him barkley status like barkley before he got over the holodeck sickness like not so much, right? Like you don't stop want to stop touching things. Stop yeah. touching things. Don't do that. Like what are you? What are you doing? Ooh, Why it are reminds you me here? of Lon when she's scolding Uhura, and you've just caused a, you know destruction. Right. Quit touching things. Use the your tight touch. You know better than that, right? Which is what Kirk did the first time. It's like he got them all caught and got them all messed up and almost killed himself because you're touching things. You're touching things. Don't touch. Not touching me. It's funny how you and I both went into the same. Meme of Stitch. That's gonna make her happy. Uh, I just I I, I don't know what he's for. I don't know what he's for. <laughs> <laughs> what are you giggling about? <laughs> you said it. I have to it back. It. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do it one more time for Carolyn. It. Yeah, that's that's uh, Stitch. For for Lilo and Stitch, for anyone who uh, is yes, not familiar with your we're Disney children, movies. I can't help it. Even we, before even before kids, we watch kids movies. You know, we we did, and we loved Lilo and Stitch. And when we first got, I, we were we weren't married very long. <laughs> Last night we're cooking dinner. What did I tell you? I wanted to watch. We watched Princess and the Frog just because I wanted to watch it. That's true. I don't think the kids stick around for it much. That's okay. No, Go away so I can hear it. That's because Mama Odie is your mother. I know it. It's scary. She, it, she, it's the way she talks, the same way she moves, the way the loud she was. I, like that's your mom. Like they put your mom in a Disney movie and made her a swamp voodoo woman. 
it, my mom could do that. I, I know that. <laughs> your mother could, I, I'm lucky. You're lucky if they didn't actually study your mom for that movie. But uh, my we, mama would have come after you <laughs> just as much. Yeah, yeah. You got her revenge. Yes. <laughs> but I, like I don't Disney movies. I don't know what Kirk is for. I really don't. I don't know why he's there. He's not even a comic relief. They don't use him. He's not. Yeah, he's not even. Do you ever think you're the plucky comic relief? They don't even use him for that, even though he does have a Sam Rockwell stash. Like in like in. uh, He he reminds me of of Howard from. Oh, I just went blank. Um, Stark. No. Yes. His father. Yeah. Howard Stark. Yes. But what's the show? Avengers? No. Iron Man. Agent Carter. Oh, okay. Oh, that's where you're going. My girl, yes. That's where my mommy's going to go. Haley Agent- Atwill. <laughs> Haley Atwill. I will always go with Haley Atwill. Always. You know, that's she's like a comfortable version of Kate Beckinsale. She's like a curvier version of Kate Beckinsale. I think her. You know what? Okay. First of all, Kate Beckinsale in the suit. And I all I have to say is the suit because everyone knows what the suit means, right? Uh, Yeah. Kate Beckinsale in that suit. But... Curvy, Haley Atwell, just as well. Just as good. Ooh, yeah. put the suit on that one. <laughs> Ooh, that girl's... Nothing. And Kate is aging like a fine wine. Seriously. You know, I've never met Kate, but I've met Haley. Yeah. And She's just as cute. She was cute. Mm-hmm. And with a very posh British section. Oh, yeah. No, she does. And I that. had her sign that autograph that she did, and she signed it right across her boobs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's the one you got up front. Yes, when I have, yeah, <laughs> up on the wall. Up on the wall I'm like, oh, right room. on, right on, right on. <laughs> in the dining room, there's Kate Beck, or there's uh, there's Haley Atwell boobs. <laughs> right on. Well, I wasn't embarrassed when I had Katie Sackhoff sign it, and she signed it right across her butt crack too, on that when she was that. I guess it was a Battlestar episode. Yeah, Katie. Sackhoff's I think the really picture cool. she signed was from Battlestar, but it was her facing behind, and she was nude. And it showed just the bottom end of her. Well, this is the top end of her bottom. She signed it right there. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. A little higher. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that part. Okay. And she did. She moved her hand a little higher. And then she smiled. She goes, you're welcome. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that also the cool people, but Haley. Mm. Yeah, she was cool. So uh, Haley over Katie Sackhoff? Define over. Hotness? Yes. Really? See, I had to pick Kaylee Sackhoff for that. Just because well, I know I she's cool. Well, I picked Kaylee Sackhoff for lots of things. <laughs> but I love this game we play. Over. Which one? Over. Yep. Yeah, Haley Atwell. She is, she is super cute. It's the she voice, though. She looks good in the, in, the, in the Marvel costume. She looked good in the Agent Carter costume. The little red hat it's, and her suits. It's the accent, really. It's you know, I have a thing with girls with accents. I'm from different countries. I don't know why. I mean, l- look at every one of them. Mm. Jamie? Yeah. But Cat uh, Burrell does not have an accent. She's from another country, accent. though. She is from another. Well, yeah, but. Like, Matter of fact, more than half of the girls <laughs> are Canadian. <laughs> That's because you watch a lot of sci-fi, and sci-fi is largely filmed in Canada because it's cheaper. I like Micah, not Joanne. I like Micah. Oh, I totally get that. I would. I totally. Oh get my that. God, would I? I would die for a crossover between Nicole and Micah. 
that will never happen. <laughs> but I will dream it Those forever. Those are two dead shows that are never But I will get dream together. it forever. I totally get it. I've had many of those. Nicole Hot and Micah Baring. I've had most of those uh, X-rated ones, and it's not it's it's not conducive to like getting work done either. You just you just sit there and <laughs> no. daydream about. Like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm like looking for this, I'm looking for that picture, looking for her picture, and then I and then I use those those photoshops. You match them up. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, what would their children look like? <laughs> and no, actually, I'm just looking for I'm looking for the hot. There's a there's a picture that, of. of of Micah with when she's pulling out her gun and she has jeans on. I'm like that one. No, 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 no. The one you want of Micah is when she's coming her out in the in the 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 At, suit, the the oh, the, the black the latex black, yep. suit, and to um, uh, d- d- yeah, that episode. Taxicab awesome. Messiah, I think, is the name of the song or the name of the band who plays that song. That oh, that was a good one. Yes, I have that song because of that episode. Because every time I think about it, I think because of Micah, of Micah in that suit, in that latex leather, and the corset, and the boots, and the hair, and everything. And you're just like, oh well, that works. <laughs> As Jane would say, I'd be in my bunk. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was basically, except for the hood, it was a full gimp suit. Basically, I mean, she she came out all dudded up and and latexed up, and you're like, oh wow, that works. And she saved the day. Yeah. Well, she saved something. <laughs> saved in, and saved in my brain is what it is. Like that is the hottest that woman has ever been. Now you know what? I've got Nicole. I need Micah. Well, that is kind of. I named her Micah, but <laughs> she's yes. pointing to her tattoos. I named for my tattoos. Who wants what can to I know what she's actually doing? <laughs> well, okay. I named her Micah. Yes. Because she named your clockwork it's, girl. Micah. It's a steampunk. I, you know, it's very much of a Micah. Yeah, Shannon this one has, actually is Nicole. You're going to have to explain what you're doing because I they have can't a tattoo on my arm of Nicole Hot from first season. It's actually Nicole. My tattoo artist first took season, the picture. Why Nona Earp? Look, people know me. They know I'm a Winona freak. It's okay. They may not know Winona. Like eight people watch that show. <laughs> okay, I am a huge <laughs> Winona Earp fan. Love it. I'm a huge. Warehouse 13 fan. Love it. I actually have, I'll, you know what, I will post it. I actually have a picture. No, not a picture. I have a tattoo. I was going to say, it ain't a picture, baby. That don't come off. Of Nicole Hunt <laughs> on my arm. And I have a steampunk tattoo that I named Micah. Micah seems like a very Victorian name. You know what would be cool is if you got like um, a Bering and Wells tattoo. It's on my list. Yeah, I just don't have the money be, for it. Yeah, it would be kind of cool. To I'm get gonna get bearing wheels here, the warning, and then I want the Star Trek symbol on my back. Mm, I'll enjoy that. That's <laughs> you know, it's funny is I like I like keeping them on my. I have six tattoos, but I like keeping them where I can see them. Right, I can show them off. Well, of course, I can't see it on my back, but I think it's where I'm gonna put Star Trek. Yeah, you've you've doubled. You, I've kind of like, <laughs> like in like a year, you doubled your tattoos. I mean, or almost quadrupled your tattoos because I mean, you got those in the span of like a year and change. Well, considering I had one for like 20 years, yeah, and then I got the other five <laughs> within two year span. I was talking to Beef, and he's like, anytime she wants to talk about that slippery slope on here. Oh, yeah. It's very dick. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not done. I've got six, and I'm not done. It's just finding the real estate, because I will never do it on my, on my calf again. Never. But yeah, that one hurt for a I while. I think this would hurt. I think the Ooh, inner arm. Upper. Inner arm. I yeah. got too much sweet meat there. It's too fat, and I ain't doing it. Today on Tattoo Talk. No, Today on Tattoo Talk. <laughs> I, I've only got three, and I think I'm done for a little while, because I can't think of anything else I'd want. We're going to have to 
post pictures of our tattoos, so they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. Well, I've I've only got three, and that's right now. That's all I. Think all I, I can want. say is, Cat Burrell liked my tattoo. She did. She <laughs> met you, and she called you Tattoo Girl. And I explained to her the reason I got it and what it meant to me, and how she facilitated it. And yep. That's pretty cool. It, it was pretty cool. And then she remembered me when I came up to get a photo op. Hey, tattoo girl. I melted. Yay, special. Hug me. <laughs> <sighs> hey, at least you got to t- talk to your... Girl your, crush? Yeah, your girl crushes and your you know the things that, that you found super... Because I met Aaron Gray. You were in the room and... Yeah, you couldn't talk. I couldn't talk and I ran away and almost peed myself by the time I got back to the bathroom because I was just like overstimulated. (laughs) And she's sitting right next to Peter Mayhew and he's like, really? (laughs) (laughs) He's a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be back. It was like... Maybe. Yeah, it was was Jewel State, Peter Mayhew and Aaron Gray and somebody else. I can't remember who the fourth one was because they were over in a corner and I didn't look past Aaron Gray. I just couldn't see And as big of a Star her. Wars, I'm like, that's, I'm Pete, like, that's, that's <gasps> Peter Mayhew right there. Aaron Gray. <clears throat> and you're like, go over. And she, there was no line. Like, we got, there were. <laughs> there's nobody there was there yet. nobody there. I could have stayed and talked to her for 10 minutes if I wanted to. She was like, go talk to her, babe. You love her. And I'm like. <gasps> I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> and while I'm waiting for you, I'm getting everyone's autograph. I got Jill State. I got Aaron's. I got, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, he'll be, you know, maybe he'll be back. In, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's, he's, he's but the look on Peter's face is like, dude, I'm right here. <laughs> It wasn't even about him. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was about Aaron Gray, and I just, I, I loved it. Like Aaron Gray, I can honestly say, she was the first woman where I understood that I liked women. Right, like I remember seeing her in Buck Rogers in that spandex suit as Wilma Deering, and like, I was like, I want Let's that. See. Like I was four. I wouldn't say Jamie's the first one that I realized I liked women, but she's no, the first was, one that I got to meet after I realized. No, it was and Dee I Dee couldn't speak with her. <laughs> Dee Dee McCall was the oh, first Dee one. Dee Dee McCall, man, if I had met her. <laughs> that was Stephanie your Kramer. Yep. 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 See? You know what? Matter of fact, when I was in junior high, high school, I the old-fashioned way, I got her autograph by sitting it through the mail to her. Holy crap. That's I, I got hers in, and Gates McFadden, both that way. No, You know what? Gates McFadden was the first one that I realized. Really? Did you like chicks, too? I don't know, man. That's, Sugar hips? Yes. Yeah. Oof. Gates McFadden. Yeah, fact, okay. Zena should have been a clue. Well, was a clue long after, long after. I'm no, like, it's my clue. I'm like, you know, she's really into these girls. I was like, well, wait a minute, hang on. Oh, that makes so much sense now. <laughs> Gates McFadden was the first Star Trek con that I went to. She's the first one that I met. Mm-hmm. But Dee Dee McCall. That's yes. Hunter for, uh, Hunter for those of you who the are The 80s cop show Hunter. Yeah. Dee Dee McCall. Yep. The brass cupcake. Uh, which you got called later when you were a sergeant. Yeah, that didn't end well for the guy. <laughs> I didn't end well for all for him at all. He ended up in handcuffs, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a different story, though. Yeah, we had a date like that once. It was nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did actually. Yeah, we, we did. Well, one. Yeah. Okay. Remember when you tried to handcuff yeah, me no, to the no, bed no, rails no, of your no, truck, no, and no, I wound no, up no, handcuffing no. you to your steering wheel. <laughs> We don't need to go there. <laughs> um, um, Star Trek, we're going to bet Star Trek. Star Trek, you're like, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. 
Bring you know, back. one more thing. The, you, you mentioned the the writing away and getting something back. The first thing I ever wrote away for that was sci-fi was, um, you remember the show Knight Rider? I do. You could write and send, like I think it was like $8 or something, like that, which was a mountain of money to me but at the time because I was like, I don't know, six. And we wrote away and sent away to the thing and sent a, a, our, our money and came back with a full, like, and I say full, it was, to me it was huge, but it was probably only a 24 by 36 fold out of the, the technical diagram for Kit. And I had that you were for ever. years. But you know, the whole method of sending out your mail or check or whatever cash to their fan club, to their manager, to their CO, right? Yeah. Every one of my Xena kits. Oh man! When we, I was a member of the Xena fan club, right? Oh yeah, no, you Every got those one for of my years. kids, my mom would mail it out and they, you know, put out the money and then. Yeah, they'd send you a box, and it was it was like the a press box kit. Was, it was a press kit because it was a press kit. In the press kit, you had a VHS. Yep. Full of like outtakes and behind the scenes and we're stuff dating like ourselves right there. But the VHS was yeah, yeah full of outtakes. It had bloopers. It had behind the scenes. It had photos and and documents and all. posters. I mean, it, was, it was a really cool press kit. Yeah. And, like they do that stuff today, and that stuff goes for forty to eighty dollars depending on on what con it is and what what IP so, it is. So they were I, terribly valuable back in the day. I wonder if you get to find press kits for Strange New World. No, I, for my shows that I watch. I sincerely Somebody, I don't think they do. Somebody please tell me how to get a press kit for Wine on Earth. I don't think and if they do have them, I bet you they don't have them anymore. I mean, you'd probably have to search eBay for them and see if anybody's turning them loose if they exist. I'm surprised you didn't have a, a press kit for Battlestar Galactica. Baby, I had everything for Battlestar Galactica and after a a couple after the show ended, I was so done with Battlestar Galactica. Well, you Galactica, did that podcast I was for how many really years? burned out. Um, many, a lot. Um, but and people probably don't know what you. No, what you I, I, I mean, I used to be on a show called uh, Galactica Water Cooler uh, that turned into Galactic Water Cooler after Battlestar Galactica ended. Uh, and I mean, I did that show for a long time, and I just I got burned out for a long time on Galactica. I still can't watch it. I mean, I can talk about it now because I mean, I, I'm just. Well, that's but, what happens. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just, I just got burned out. That's all it was. Well, I mean, I mean, this isn't our first podcast over a show. I mean, we've done <laughs> not by a long shot. We've done Defiance. We did Defiance for all three years that they had. Yeah, we did Defiance. We did Sci Fi Boneyard. We've actually done a lot of shows together. Yeah. Uh, Jake and I do a lot of shows together too. So uh, it's it's not like casting isn't that big, but you get so caught up in a show, and then you know when it ends, you like you have a choice. You can end talking about that or you can just keep going and i have found i can't keep going for that long after the show ends because it just you get burned out right you just you just get burned out i can't do it well looking at my can. shrine over here i don't think i'm going to get burned down on winona but yeah but you have stopped watching it every day you watch it every week but you don't watch it every day anymore so it's it's gradually kind of coming down a little bit that and you have other stuff to watch so uh, outlander's coming on yeah. You've got Strange New Worlds. I don't like Strange New Worlds, but that's Michaela's thing. That's not mine. You just said you don't like Strange New Worlds. I'm sorry. On a Strange New sorry. Worlds podcast. Wrong one. She's Stranger Things. <laughs> Stranger what is, Things. What is sorry. wrong with you? Sorry, it's early. Stranger <laughs> Things. I'm not a Stranger Things. I don't fan. like Strange New Worlds. I'm just doing this podcast, and I said make I'm it. I'm just here for the hell of it. Right? I don't like it. <laughs> As I'm looking at my Winona poster, so yeah, my shrine. <laughs> you do have a shrine. I and do. That's all that can be called. Because if the posters weren't enough, 
The desk with the shrine-like objects on it are, are really close. I've got my stickers, my shot glasses, my decals, my... Too much crap. Popplehead, shot glasses. Yeah, I got lots of stuff. You do. I don't, you ha- do. I don't have enough. What I would like is a um, is a a poster with strange girls of strange new worlds on it. That would be good. I'm with you on that one. Uh, that would be good. You know, uh, it's like uh, individual posters or like one no, with like, all of them together. Sort of like this, where it's the the girls of the top cow. You've got you know, you would, I'm sure you would put chapel and, in the beginning in front of it. Oh God, yeah. Yes, yes, chapel, Una, Laan, all all of them. Just just Erica. Just have them all. Mm. Mm. Very. I see where this poster we go. Very 1960s Star Trek <laughs> ver- version. Yeah. Oh. I knew you were going to go there. I knew it. <laughs> oh. Can't be any worse than first and second season of TNG with. with oh, little head? With Troy's <laughs> dildo on her, 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 on her, her head. pommel on her head. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have a space handle. Here you go. It's not a problem. <laughs> Engage. <laughs> <laughs> Engage. Yeah, no, it'd be super great. But uh, this episode was was pretty good, in my opinion. I I think it was it was not bad. I actually prefer it better than the space egg uh, with Spock singing. So uh, the, the, you knew it was an alien of the week, and how can you not like an alien space of the week? Egg. I'm like, see, it took me a second to process what you just said. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, him singing, <laughs> but. Who was singing? That was that was really the takeaway. She could actually carry a tune. She's a lovely voice. Yeah. Uh, so, thank you guys for hanging out. Jake will be with us next week, but Shannon will not. She's traveling. Uh, she is uh, seeing Savannah the, bound. Yoo-hoo-hoo. She is. She is going to Savannah with the Girl Scouts. Um, I'm hoping she comes back with a Girl Scout uniform for science, and <laughs> <laughs> we will. You've been working on that one a while, haven't you? Oh, I've been thinking about it for a minute or two. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's not going to happen. You already have the shirt. I have lots of shirts. I know, but you have a Girl Scout shirt. Yes. We're going to work that in. We're going to work on so much history. These girls are going to hate me when we're done. Well, that's not where I was going to work, but that's okay. We that's have our, we have our, we still have our anniversary celebration to do, and it's going to involve that Girl Scout shirt. <laughs> Just saying. You know, it's, it's a little tie. Oh, little yeah. <laughs> Like little when, kerchief, <laughs> like when I was a brownie, the little bitty oh, orange yeah. kerchief that had a little snap button in the middle. Sell me some cookies, babe. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, you know, I have an account to fill if you're willing to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna require some bingo. Uh, oh God, the bingo. I need some Star Trek bingo. All right. Well, we'll work on that. Depends on depends on what we we decide the currency is, but we'll work on Star Trek Bingo. I'm sure somebody else has already got it on Etsy. Well, then or you Red better Bubble. snap to it. Or Redbubble. I'm sure some, well, if somebody else has already got it, I don't need to do it. It'd be great. And I don't need to fill an account. Okay. So, uh, you got anything else about this episode? <laughs> no. All right. Right on. Thank you guys for hanging with Bye, us. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys uh, for downloading For indulging us while we like banter back and forth between sci-fi. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> we did talk about Star Trek in we here. We promise Jake will be back to regulate us next week. And, or, or, uh, it's really what it needs to. Together. We yeah. have to have that third person to regulate you and I. Otherwise, otherwise. we just go off tantrum and talk about everything else. <laughs> yeah. it's Well, that's kind like, of our MO. Like Haley Atwell in a cat suit. Oof. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be that's, in my bunk. Yeah, that's a good, good one. Anyway, we'll talk to y'all later. Thanks, guys. Bye.
This has been an episode of the Strange New Worlds Fancast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us. If you'd like to hear more shows like this one, you can find us at strangenewworlds.podbean.com for more podcasts on Strange New Worlds. If you'd like to contact us, you can hit us up via email at strangenewworldsfancast at gmail.com or on Twitter at Trek underscore worlds. We are a part of the Lone Wolf Podcast Network. And to hear more of this cast and other casts like it, you can check us out at lonewolfpodcasts.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.